lot of times a narcissist seems like they don't have any fear. Any fear of what's actually happening in the moment, any fear of getting caught in a lie, any fear of getting caught in another relationship, in an affair, like it seems like they don't have any fear. There's a decent part of this fear or lack of fear that comes from the part of just living in the moment, not being conscious or worrying about anything of how this actually affects anything in the future, but it's just the here and now. What matters is right here, right now. We don't talk about the past and we just future fake the the future. Like, But the present is the only thing that actually matters. You might see this and how he actually shows up in your life in a cheating or an affair relationship. And like, don't you even think about how that affects me? Don't you think how that affects the kids? Like, don't you think how that affects like your life, your job, all these different things? And it seems like the narcissist doesn't care. Now we see this a lot in narcissism and also sociopath of just not caring about the rules or the things that are imposed upon your life. Now it could be the narcissist in your life not caring about the rules in the work or in the job environment. It could be them not caring about government rules or different laws of saying like these laws don't apply to me. These things don't actually matter and they continue to go through life breaking certain laws and regulations thinking that it doesn't matter because they're the best. They're the ones that it actually is is set to limit them doing what they actually want to do. So all of that to say, a lot of times it comes across like a narcissist doesn't actually have any fear or isn't even afraid of things. There's a lot of things that growing up and going to relationship to relationship, I got to the place where I didn't really have much fear of the consequences. I had fear in other aspects and typically of how it affected me, of how it actually mattered in my life. Those are some of the things we're going to talk about today and to actually walk you through four different aspects of what the narcissist fears and being able to talk through that. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge you can access at claritychallenge.net. We'd love to be able to interact with you. We'd love to be able to help you move forward from your healing journey into your growth mindset as you transition from where you are now into the version of you that you want to be. And you can access me at going to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to work with you one-on-one in our Thriver community and help you strive to move forward and to be the person that you are called to be. So let's dive in a little bit and talk through what does a narcissist actually fear? One of the first things I want to bring up is this idea of being rejected. Now, a lot of times we'll talk about rejection actually tying back to a piece of abandonment from like BPD, borderline personality disorder, where I feel like abandonment and shame kind of correspond, like the two underlying things underneath borderline and underneath narcissism is this topic of rejection, of where narcissists will feel rejection and it'll bring about this shame piece. It'll bring about this piece that feels like I'm not good enough. It'll bring about this piece of like, wait a second, I feel shamed because you pushed me away and I didn't actually get what I wanted from you. I didn't get the image that I wanted, all these different pieces. And so a narcissist a lot of times will feel rejected when you start to take back control. When you start to take back control and power of your life and you start to glow up, there's a piece of like, they just rejected me. They just pushed back. Now, there's a piece inside the narcissist's mind of being like evidence of unlovability, uh, evidence of like this person doesn't actually love me. This person doesn't actually care about me. They'll, they'll switch it around being like this person doesn't respect me even after I put them through abuse. There's a lot of different things that will go messed up here. But this whole aspect of being rejected is what the narcissist will fear a lot of times because I don't want to fear that rejection. 
Like I'd, I'd rather not ask that question to get a no. I'd rather manipulate it so I got a yes. Like there's always be these different pieces here to try to make sure the outcome was a positive outcome for me. Not for anyone else because anyone else didn't matter. But for the narcissist, it's like it has to be about me. So a lot of times there's this aspect of getting rejected where you reject a narcissist that the narcissist has to rationalize it. Well, the reason I got rejected is because you're actually toxic and they flip it back around on you. See this so often when you bring up that the narcissist is a narcissist to the narcissist, all of a sudden you start to see them do the research and start to flip it back on you. Start to say you're the abusive one, that you're the one gaslighting them, that you're the one abusing and going through all this everything narcissistically. And so you have to understand a narcissist when they feel like they're getting rejected, there's a piece of that that they're afraid of because of what it does to their own image. So again, they have to rationalize it. They have to change it around. They have to gaslight themselves. Well, they left because of them. They left because they didn't work on their issues. They left because they couldn't handle this. Like all different types of pieces that will try to rationalize and try to change around the topic so that they don't have to feel rejected. Sometimes you'll even see this in the aspect of hoovering, where a narcissist will try to hoover you back, not because they love you, not because they care about you, but because then they have the last say in actually rejecting. That they're not rejected from you anymore, they can now reject and move on peacefully and thankfully because they've got to the place that they have gotten rid of you versus you getting rid of them. Sometimes you're going to see this aspect of rejection show up in the custody battle of you trying to battle for the kids and be able to get the kids more or even just 50-50. And sometimes they'll do this to be like, hey, you rejected me, you pushed me away, so I'm gonna make sure you pay, so I'm gonna take the stuff that you love. I'm gonna take the kids. I'm gonna take as much as I can of the finances. I'm gonna take as much as I can about the assets and the house and things like that. And so that rejection piece sometimes will prompt a bigger aspect of a narcissist trying to reach into your life and trying to hold on to pieces. Like, you rejected me, okay, I'm going to reject you. Sometimes you'll fight back and forth. You see this a lot of times inside of a smear campaign where a narcissist starts to talk bad about you to your friends, to your family, to all different people around to try to paint you in a certain picture so that they feel better about themselves. Okay, this rejection piece triggers a big part of shame. All these do that we're going to talk about, but rejection is a piece of it as well. Okay, all right, so number two, and the second thing that narcissist fears is being humiliated. Now, this is like a little bit of a caveat because sometimes you see this happen with a covert narcissist that doesn't want to be humiliated. An overt might get to the place that they're raging out on you in public and they don't even care. Like it doesn't even matter. They're just doing it because they're like, I'm justified. Who cares who sees anything? But sometimes you'll see this aspect, especially in covert narcissism, where criticism ends up being the thing that you're using to attack them. Now, it's not, but that's how the narcissist wants to think about it. You criticize me, you're attacking me. Like, you're coming at me. You're making me lose face in front of you, in front of other people, in front of myself, because you're saying I did something wrong, when I know I didn't do anything wrong, when I know I'm special, when I know I have certain status, when I know I'm entitled to these certain things. And it's like this idea of like, wait a second, you just attacked that. You just attacked my perfection. You just attacked my amazingness. You just attacked all these different things. So the narcissist tries to switch it around. So it's like, no, you can't attack me because they're worried about being humiliated by losing face in front of other people. This piece of criticism and being humiliated stirs up vulnerability of like, I don't actually want to be vulnerable right now because if I'm vulnerable, it's going to bring out this aspect of being truthful about who I am, about the shit that's inside about the stuff that's inside that I don't want to actually deal with, the stuff that I have to own up to saying, hey, I honestly, this is what happened, versus continuing to hide and sedate and run from it. 
The vulnerability feels like humiliation. The vulnerability feels like a death, feels like something that I never, ever want to feel again. Sometimes you have a piece of narcissistic injury getting tied to humiliated. Not always, but there's a piece of that that also comes about with shame. So a lot of it kind of goes together. Remember, you have and shame is always underlying all these different aspects, underlying what's underneath. Now, sometimes they'll go the opposite end of if they start to feel humiliated of what I need to do to humiliate another person. How do I make sure that you are pushed down, that you are gotten rid of, okay? And so narcissists a lot of times will flip it back on you and try to make sure that like you bring something up to criticize, they bring up 10 things to criticize you, so therefore your original criticism is invalid. The third one that I'm gonna be able to talk through is this aspect of losing control. Narcissist fears losing control over you over your friends, over your family, over the interactions that you have with other people. If they lose control of who you're talking to or what you're doing or how exposed you're getting to everybody else, there's this aspect that you might have someone else speak truth into your life that would make you leave the toxic person, make you leave the narcissist. So there's a piece of like, I wanna be able to control, micromanage the situation. For me, I thought a lot of love was control. Like if I'm controlling you, if there's a, an aspect of control there, then it meant that I actually cared, that it meant that I actually loved you. Completely false, but that's what I had to put in my mind to feel better about it. Like the control of like maintain what I actually think is true about me, even though it might be completely false, let me control that. When I start to lose control, when I start to break down with that or that gets exposed, like we're gonna talk about in this last one, that's where it gets really fearful. All right, so the last one I want to bring up is nurse's fears being exposed. Now, this is always means that you should go and just print it publicly and let everybody know about the narcissist? No, not necessarily. Because sometimes you also have narcissists that get very violent and that start to ramp up the abuse. So please, whatever you do, be careful just in hearing some of this that you're being smart about how you're moving forward in your next steps and getting out of the relationships. There's this idea of a narcissist being uh, very insecure. And so with this, being exposed is going to only feed this insecurity even more and oftentimes make them lash out. It's this idea of like, I have to show up in a certain way. I have to show up perfect in the relationship. I have to show up perfect because that's who I think I am, even though I'm not. And so I don't want to be exposed that there's actually something wrong with me. There's actually something underneath the surface. This idea of a narcissist being ordinary or average feels like worthlessness. Of like, if I'm ordinary, if I'm average, then I'm worthless. Then I don't amount to anything. Then I can't prop up the shallow sense of ego that I have because it's getting broken down by the facts saying, hey, you're just a regular person. So this idea that narcissist has to be able to change in their mindset, try to feel better about themselves and try to move forward without other people seeing their flaws. When other people seeing the image, the mask actually drop and see what's underneath. So when we talk about narcissists and what they fear, they fear being exposed, they fear losing control, they fear being humiliated, they fear being rejected. And so you, as you've seen this, you might have noticed this in the relationship and you're like, okay, what do I need to do? Would love to be able to talk to you even more to help you in your healing process. We try to work people through a healing process into a growth mindset to help you break the trauma bond, the rumination, and then start to glow up into the person you're called to be. Didn't get time to jump into that a whole way in, in this exact episode, but wanted to be able to bring this up, talking to you about what narcissist fears. If you want to reach out, you can go to rawmotivations.com. would love to help you move forward, and we'll talk to you guys later.